How nice it is to be back amongst you all. I had to cross Mad Max Boulevard this morning, and it was not madness. It was, it was, it was quite calm, actually. I thoroughly enjoyed that. 100,000-watt combat radio signal is pulsing with power. And the GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I know, and and I, we are streaming live today too, as we're trying to adjust the cameras on the on the radio show. <laughs> Got Maestro here running the sticks. Got to get it right, right? You, you yes, just, sir. Yes, sir. I understand. Yes, sir. I, I Maestro you. Tim. Maestro Tim. <laughs> MT. That's right. No T two. MT. There we go. I got so many names here now. <laughs> well, only you got only, when when I give you a call sign, just ask Ghost Rider how long that lasts. All right. All right. So anyway, I'll do that. As we sit here, when we when when we uh, when we gain the quote majority of the the four seat majority that we have, in, or I guess let's just say we're enjoying that in the House of Representatives, when we gain that, well, the de facto Rhino Swamp thing that was up for it was his turn to be the Speaker of the House was Kevin McCarthy. We knew that he was a Rhino. We knew this. We knew that he was not so MAGA as we might like it. And in the beginning, i got to tell you, McCarthy surprised me. He, he did and said many good things. But there were also disappointments with that. And you're not always going to get what you want. That's, that's the thing that I have, I have adopted, this mantra. You're not always going to get what you want. And he became Speaker of a House where Republicans had a slim majority, and it took, what, 15 ballots to get him in place. And he had to make all kinds of deals and all kinds of other things and you know, basically sell his rhino soul. So now we have, uh, you know, he's been ousted. We, you know, when they decided to oust him, they didn't have, and we're going to go to this. That, that, that's the thing. That's my biggest problem with this. If you're going to get out there, and uh, the Tim that I'm working with today, I'm, I'm going to text the Tim. I'm working with Tim Snow, who, uh, yeah, Tim Holcomb has left us, unfortunately. But I got, I got Maestro here. I had wild card. Tim, Tim Holcomb was wild card. And now I have Maestro. Yeah? Yeah. 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 So, so we had we had multiple. Keeps the temp. confusion down on the Tim's. <laughs> when, when I got here and I was asking, well, how do I set up the stream? Tim said, Well, you got to get with Tim. I was like, Are you talking to me in third person or what? What are you doing? <laughs> so yes, but I still have I still have I have Maestro here. Maestro We're down too. to one Tim now. One, just I'm the one, only the Tim. Tim. He's the Tim. I'm the Tim now. The Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the rhinos. We know that there's twenty to twenty five of them still in the house. Not everybody is a MAGA persuasion. McCarthy did follow in on a lot of stuff, and uh, my biggest problem is, one, Gates used Democrat support to get him out, and seven, seven go-along uh, go along idiots, including one of our own, and then uh, they had no plan to go forward from that point. So now we have a majority that is leaderless. Now, if, if, if Gates had gotten out there and said, I ask for your vote to oust Republican uh, Representative McCarthy and in his place elect Representative fill-in-the-blank, well, but that wasn't the focus. The focus was just to get him out of there. So they did that. Congratulations. But let's talk about seven, you know, the seven, that went, seven Republicans that went, went along with him, like Ken Buck. 
He also voted against Jim Jordan because Jordan believes the 2020 presidential election was stolen, as do I, which is probably a good thing I'm not in the House because I wouldn't be in charge of nothing. But now they have Byron Donalds who's coming up, and Mr. Donalds is a very outstanding representative. He's a dude that uh, he, he's very plain-spoken, very, very eloquent. He knows how to say what he wants to say. And he's a big Trump supporter, and he also believes the 2020 presidential election was stolen. And then we have Nancy Mace. All over the map on MAGA issues, and she stood with Gates to get rid of McCarthy and then used her vote to fundraise, just like McCarthy did which they're politicians. If we're going to sit here and say, well, they're, they're, they're politicians and they're doing politician things, that's like grabbing a snake and saying, he bit me, isn't it? I mean, we understand that, right? So in January 2023, you know, she said Matt Gates was a fraud. Every time he voted against Kevin McCarthy last week, he sent out a fundraising email, which you saw last week was a constitutional process diminished by these kinds of political actions. And many of the MAGA members agree with Gates on a lot of issues. And he's not wrong on a lot of issues. And he is one of the few who have not forgotten the January Sixers that are rotting in jail right now. So, you know, in the military, if you're going to go out there and blow up a piece of real estate that you need, right, you're going to need like, like a bridge. You don't blow up a bridge without having another bridge to cross. You blow up a bridge to control territory, but you don't blow up a bridge to where you are denying yourself what you know your power, which is what they're doing. The Republicans came came into being in 1854 in Ripon, Wisconsin, parties of the former Whig Party, and uh, well, as soon as uh, the Whig Party died upon the birth of the Republican Party. And they, the Republican Party was founded as an anti-slave party. But here's my question. Since they can't figure out anything, if we can't figure out anything with this right now, they can't figure out who's going to be the leader. They can't figure it out. Hakeem Jeffries is getting more votes than anybody that we're putting forward. We're going to end up having a majority and having a Democrat as the Speaker of the House. We've got the weakest president we've ever had. We have a staff in his executive branch like Mayorkas and, and Garland who are just politicized idiots. And they're, and they're doing it, and they're just doing what they're told to do. They're not even thinking on their own. So when you got an idiot commanding an idiot to do something, bad things are going to happen. You know, we're talking about uh, – this is just – and I'm just talking – in, in response to just government right now, but then you look at the Ukraine-Russia war, the pro-terrorist rallies on, at universities and the college campuses, the inflation, the homeless crisis, which is actually a drug addiction crisis, the nearly $34 trillion debt, and to put the, put the cherry on top of the whipped cream, we've got an open southern border where we have combatants walking across, and they know where they're going, and we know that they know that where they're going, but we don't know where they're going or what they're going to do. Why would we have a Republican Party without a leader, without a House leader? So we should be calling our representatives. I'm going to do this today. I'm calling my representative today, and I'm going to say, you guys need to elect a leader. Or I mean, you guys are done. You're toast. And the world is ready for leadership. The world is ready for a direction to be taken into that's a real direction, 
and they've got their hands out, and the Republicans are just squabbling amongst themselves. So I find I find this, uh, you know, the GOP, this is, this is the problem with the GOP. This is why they call them the stupid party. I'm being asked on the text line, what the hell is next? Tiny Tim. He's dead, so we won't be having him. We don't need no, no ukulele playing dude. Tim cubed. Tim cubed. Well, uh, you know, why don't we just, just make do with you? I mean, I, I'm happy with you. I'm happy with the maestro. I'm I like being the only yeah. Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I'm not the only Bill here, but, you know, the, the only other Bill here looks identical to me. We served together in the 101st Airborne Division. Didn't know it. Bill Weston. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. So, anyway. <laughs> But he's a bill, and he looks like he's bald. He's got the same haircut as me. It's interesting. You do look alike. Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, after that Jim Jordan fiasco, right, I mean, we've got, we've got traitors to the cause inside the House Republicans. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. Ah, oh, the Uniparty. The Uniparty is the the face of the deep state, and they're the you know they're the Republicans that get out there. The Republicans and the Democrats that get out there and say we're, we're trying to do the work of the people. That's the Uniparty. And uh, the GS Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Plan Text Line is seven one three zero seven. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Now, I'm going to give you a quote. This is from Marcus Tullius Cicero. A nation can survive its fools and even the ambitious, but it cannot survive treason from within. And that's exactly what we got going on right now. Now, the Uniparty does have people that are beholden to it in, uh, in the House and in the Senate, of course, in the executive branch. And I guess they've decided that we're, not going to have a, we're, we're just not going to have a speaker. A clear majority of the Republicans wanted Jordan for good and obvious reasons. They wanted him to replace McCarthy, even though he supported McCarthy. And, you know, Jordan is another guy. We talk, we see him talking, and he talks the good talk. What has he actually written and put forward and said, this is a bill, and I want it to pass that's actually passed and become a law, which I bet you he hasn't written anything. He's Trey Gowdy with different initials. But we got 25 members of the House GOP that are actually petty-sniveling chumps who've decided that their constituents should not have a say. They don't like Jordan because he founded the Freedom Caucus. He supports Trump. And Gates unwittingly upset the apple cart, see? Because in one of the things that is good about not having McCarthy is because that was a safe, wealth-producing space that they can occupy in, in District of Columbia. Now, Gates has been listening to the people. He knew that we knew Mark McCarthy was a classic rhino. Pro-Pelosi operator who broke the promises he made became Speaker. 
He got Pelosi's misnamed debt ceiling bill passed with unlimited spending for two years, and he agreed to another CR on runaway spending. And he did nothing about the promised impeachments of Garland, Mayorkas, Ray, and Joe Biden. I mean, we haven't heard anything out of him about the southern border. So in one way, Gates did the Republicans a favor. Because, and this is, it's not because we're rid of McCarthy. Being rid of McCarthy, okay, that's sort of okay. That's fine. But we also get to see who the people in Congress actually represent or who they actually are. Now, we know that the 25 no votes are, their, their allegiance is not to you. It's to their defense industry, industry donors and lobbyists. They've let you know how angry are they are that people have expressed their preference for Jordan. One member of the House called phone calls and emails coming from their constituents abuse. Now, this has happened before. This happened in Colorado before, and they went in there and took those guys out. So the problem here is not so much that, you know, maybe you're not as engaged. If, you know, I, I say this all the time. We're not as engaged as we should be. We let these guys sort of run free. But maybe we are engaged to a better degree than I think, and these guys are just not listening. Is that possible, you think? So there's another constituency for these guys that make them rich. We know this. We know that guys go into, you know, they go into Congress, and I'm waiting to see what AOC's net worth is in, in 10 years. Because she did not, she, she is a classic. You know, she came in, and I want to see how much money she makes doing it. Now, we have a lot of Democrats posing as Republicans because they have to pose as a Republican in their district in order to get elected. And they get elected, and then because a lot of people are apathetic when it comes to their elected officials, they act as Democrats in the House. And if they'd even for a moment given a thought to the large majority of the people that wanted Jordan as a speaker, they would have voted for him, but they didn't. So this chaos that we have now is quite eye-opening. It's actually serving us well. No gavel, no more catastrophically irresponsible spending. They can't pass that right now. So right now they're all tied up trying to figure out who the speaker is. And there's people going, well, Bill, we, we, we need to do the, 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 the business of the people. No, you don't. You guys have done enough. Time to take a break. Maybe go fishing or something. I don't know. We have, you know, we're spending money on, you know, there's $100 billion that uh, I'm going to talk about this $100 billion that uh, uh, Joe Biden has gotten out there and he's trying to say, he's trying to say now, we need to take everything and just put it in one basket and we'll just fund it. Because they love spending money. They're not even spending your money anymore. This is money we haven't made yet. This is money that your children haven't made yet or your grandchildren haven't made. That's what they're spending. And in the, in, in, in the interim, we got a couple, we got a bunch of problems. We have illegal aliens from all over the world, most of them men. Single men came here with no family or nothing, just happened to be a Chai comms here. Venezuela and Cuba have emptied their prisons, and they're sending their criminals here. As a matter of fact, Venezuelans outnumber Mexicans now coming across the border. And they are being purposely imported into the U.S. We've got thousands of children that are being uh, smuggled in. 
along with the fentanyl. And see, when we hear about these kids, we hear about them being smuggled in. Where do you think they go after they get in here? Do you know where they go? Because when the cartel gets out there and says $10,000 ahead, in a lot of cases, they start working for the cartel. They're working at the refinement labs or the, or the grow houses or the cookhouses. So they're in a very dangerous place doing a very dangerous thing. And, and they're pushing a product that is not, you know, it's not legal here in the United States. And the 25 reps that I'm referencing here, they're, they're good with it. And I know this because they don't say anything about that. They don't do anything about it. Now, like him or not, when Trump was president, we were energy independent. There was no inflation. The economy was roaring until covid came in, in and we didn't know what COVID was going to do, and everybody was like, what is it going to do? We had no wars in the Middle East or Europe. North Korea was subdued. Jerusalem became the capital of Israel without hostility. The southern border was under control, and the wall that worked was being completed. Trump stopped sending money to the, to the terrorists. He made NATO pay their dues. Russia was afraid to attack Ukraine. And that was too much for the globalist left and some of the rhinos in the Uniparty. Trump had to be stopped. COVID was deployed, lockdowns and vaccine mandates. That was all about mail-in voting. The rigged election, COVID made that easy. COVID and the fear of COVID, which a lot of you still go through. I w- where was I? At? I went through somewhere the other day, and the lady helping me check out was wearing a mask. And, I, I you know, if you want to wear a mask, wear them. If you don't know how I feel about masks by now, well, I don't know. So America was looking for a leader, and some of us thought it might be might be uh, Jordan. But we would never have known about this the, these turncoats exactly. you know, now we're getting a close in zoomed in view of this. We wouldn't have known it if Gates had not gotten rid of McCarthy. Here's another quote. The citizen who sees his society's democratic clothes being worn out and does not cry out is not a patriot, but a traitor. Think about that. When we get back, we have got to remember history. History predicates the future. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. You're going to tell me that's breaking Benjamin, right? No, this is uh, Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge Isolation. Who? Alter Bridge Isolation. Okay. They keep sneaking, (laughs) breaking Benjamin in on the Bill, don't you like breaking Benjamin? No, I don't. So they get (laughs) plugged. Anyway. I think I'm the only one that does that to you. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Those of us, those of us that get out there and forget history, this is the problem. We, We forget history. History is very important. GS Plumbing Talk Line is 1-800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page right now in uh, in profile. I'm in profile because of our camera placement, which was cleverly done. Very clever. It makes it look, I, I, yeah, yeah, very cinematic. Cecil, Cecil B. DeMille. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried. Thanks. I tried. I appreciate that. <laughs> podcast is available wherever good podcasts are available. I mean, and that it's it's a very target rich environment for that. I'm going to give you another uh, another quote, if I may. Lessons learned at bitter cost are promptly forgotten, usually within a single generation, and have to be relearned all over again at great price by the foolish who don't study history. This is to say, children, that everything that's going on right now, we've already done once. We, we've done it, or our parents have done it, and you know, those of us who have seen it, we remember it. And this is without a doubt... I, I, I get it. I understand it because if you don't live it, it's sort of hard to uh, to learn off of it. But it is, in fact, a thing to consider. And we have a war that has started here in the United States, although it is not hot yet, but it's going to be hot. And then you're going to see what I'm talking about. It's too late to do it differently. What, what's in place now is in place. Now, there is no doubt at all in my former military mind, because I did work in military intelligence. I know the various apparatus that are in play today. And uh, I know that both in Israel and the U.S., we knew that something was going to come out of uh, some sort of an attack on Israel was imminent. And you cannot actually physically mobilize this kind of a thing and keep it secret. And, in fact, we know that there was a video that they put out on social media of their dress rehearsal for it back in September. Yet when these dedicated analysts come forward and they get in front of their woke bosses and say they need to, you need to be paying attention to this, their bosses dismiss them with something like, don't worry about it. So when the shallow and the self-centered don't want something to be true, they just pretend that it's not true even though that does nothing to change what happened. That's what happened in Pearl Harbor in 1941. That's what happened in Vietnam just prior to the Tet Offensive. And that's what happened in New York City on 9-11. Now, right now, the Israeli government is doing a Churchill and trying to distribute military rifles and ammunition to citizens. Even in the border areas, these weapons were locked away. And they were not kept in the homes of the people who needed them close at hand and instantly deployable. Those of you at home right now, you know, there's those of you that have guns at home and something like that, you'll, you'll be like, yeah, what do you, have you got a gun for self-defense? Yes, I do. Where is it? In my safe. Is it loaded? No. Guess what? You don't have a gun ready to go. Whenever you hear things in the news like, so-and-so had 5,000 rounds of ammunition. Unless it's in magazines, it means nothing. Loose ammunition does nothing for you. It's just in the way. It's very heavy, too. So unless it's actually loaded and ready to go in and do harm, a weapon for self-defense is not a weapon. Now, despite their military acumen, many Israelis believe that if they were just nice to their Arab neighbors who hate them, uh, these very people who vow to exterminate every one of them, they would someday learn to like them, just like the Republicans do with the media, just like other people do, you know. I'm not even sure that's a noble-minded thought. What it is is complete and total hogwash. Hogwash. Israel and all of Western civilization suffered and continues to suffer 
from a surprise attack that deliberately targeted defenseless non-combatants. Do not think that that was only about Israel. That was because Israel was close. They already have forward deployed here in the United States elements. They have forward deployed in Europe elements. That's how Paris happened in 2015. Charlie Hebdo happened. That's how these things happen. You have these people pre-positioned. Now, you see what's happened in Israel. I, I, I want you to think about this. Think about your neighborhood, wherever you live, your subdivision. Think about three or four guys roaming with, with rifles, going door to door, killing everybody. Everybody sees this happening, but because of the way the government has done things, they can only sit there and watch till it's their turn. Now, here's the thing. We keep hearing these little, we, we heard it about uh, the Holocaust. We heard this about 9-11. Never again. That means nothing. That doesn't mean anything because we're not doing anything to ensure that it's never again. The problem here is that we have a very short memory. And short memories lead to short lives. Those that wish to sit out there and, and say that this can't happen here, uh, I'm telling you it's going to happen here. It's going to happen somewhere. Now, if it was me and I was in charge of this planning, I'd be doing it in one of the blue cities where they have a very strict gun control regime and nobody – it's common knowledge that they've done – like in New York. And New York was the, the object of the Bruin decision. So they said, okay, you can have a permit. You just can't carry a gun here. And they made everything in the state basically a sensitive area. And they're making, they're making life as a gun owner as hard as they possibly can. Background checks for ammunition, for example. I'm sure there's an age limit now. They're doing everything in their possibility. But at the same time, they've also defunded the police. They have decriminalized crime. And right now, all of this stuff has primed the pump for what is coming. And when it comes, if it doesn't come, like if it comes around here, uh, well, <laughs> um, if it comes around here, then uh, you know things are going to happen that they weren't planning on. And it's not just because of me. I'm almost, I can almost guarantee you that I'm not alone with some of the stuff that I do. I know some guys that I, I mean, there's some guys here like my pal Blake. Blake, if you're listening, I'm, yes, the Wade Hampton Blake. I'm pretty sure my buddy Blake, I could put Blake somewhere and he's got a weapon that he could just be reaching out and touching people. He's really, I, I suspect he's really good precision wise. So um, it's not just me. So. We go forward in this mindset at our own risk because the first 20 minutes is going to make the difference in your life. And if you're not prepared for the first 20 minutes, rest in peace. America and the Western civilization, by the way, has failed. We have failed in the lessons that we have learned, and I'll tell you about that. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. It should be abundantly clear to you that the mindset, the eugenic mindset 
the the Nazis they they were and and since you know the Nazis the Chinese the uh, the communists uh, they have all espoused this the eugenic hatred the ugliness has never changed. GS Plumbing Talk Line is one 989 The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is seven one three zero seven. And uh, you know, back to that whole never again. That's a principle that was put in place about. The final solution, right? Now, the final solution was not just about the Jewish people. I mean, before he went after the Jewish people, he went into the into the institutions where all of the marginal people were, the people with mental health issues and handicaps, and he euthanized them. He, he killed them. He killed them. So it wasn't just Jewish people. It was anybody that was not part of the pure Aryan race. And now, you know, I mean, he he went along he went along with Margaret Sanger's eugenics thing. It, it was going to be a cleansing. Since then, we've th- seen things like ethnic cleansing and various of various of the Slavic nations out there as they go against each other. It's always been that way. It's always going to be that way. And we never have learned from this. We never have learned from this. And here's what happened. Here in the West, and I mean Western Europe and. Uh, the United States and all the nations that consider themselves to be West, no matter where they actually are, in, in the West versus in the East, which is the old country, you know, the communists, all those guys. Um, we just forgot because that was easy to do. We just let it get out of mind. We didn't, it wasn't ever front. The, you know, pay lip service to never again a few times a year. And then the rest of the time, just forget about it. But you know who didn't forget about it? The people wanting to kill these people. Even the Israelis forgot about it. They wanted to forget too. Now, nobody would have believed what we heard coming out of uh, Israel when Hamas went in there uh, earlier this month if they had not filmed it on their GoPros. And despite the filming, the ones who, who, who didn't care, or just wanted the innocent people to be dead because that's for some people this is an obscure concept killing people that's a that's a concept it's not really a thing that they have to embrace it's much different when you actually have to be there in in the vicinity when this is happening for them it's a concept so they can oh yeah let's get on yeah we got to stop the oppression yeah oh, solidarity that kind of thing you know this entire exercise we saw over beheaded babies illustrates the point. First off, we heard that there's 40 babies beheaded, and everybody's like, well, they're just dead. Like, it's better to just be burned alive as a baby than it is to be beheaded as a baby. There is no moral high ground in a murder. None. If a murderer murders you, it doesn't really matter. And these kind of things they do, this is all based on hatred. A military death is very cold and calculated. Pop, pop, on to the next one. We don't care about the particular individual. They're simply targets that we have to hit. So if you don't want to believe something that's true, then you nit tip pick it to death on whatever technicality you can find and let the moral ethics be damned. So, and this here, here's part of the problem. Most of the people on the left are snowflakes. Are there, I, I'm not going to say it over the air. I'm pretty sure I can say it, but I'm not going to say it. But we used to call them candy buttocks. 
But we use the other word, which is shorter and rhymes with class. And uh, that's what they are. And when they get out there, they cannot fathom the atrocities that the people they back, fund, and support did. So they're trying, they, they, they've got to try to minimize this. How do you minimize raping a woman so violently you break her pelvis? How do you minimize that? How do you look at that and say, oh, well, it's not that bad? That could happen to her on a skateboard. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't happen to that. There were people in their houses, still in their PJs, in their jammas. They were going to get up and maybe do a few household chores. Maybe they're going to watch TV. Maybe they had plans to go shopping or whatever. They get up, and they're being shot dead in their house, in their, in their bedrooms, in their beds. And then the whole house is set on fire, and they walk away and go wash, rinse, repeat. And over here, <laughs> the out-of-touch, non-connected, they're willing to, 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 uh, to support that to the point of, you know, like Alyssa Milano getting out there and going, we're calling for a ceasefire. There will be no ceasefire. There should be. It's a good thing I'm not in charge of Israel because I'd be out there. I'd be looking at Gaza right now, and believe me when I tell you this, I'd be looking at Gaza, and I'd be saying, you know, that would be great parking if we build a stadium right next to Gaza we could just level that and make it a parking lot. That should be the that should be the thing. And Israel told them get out. And apparently, the the Gazans are not nearly as uh, motivated as Hamas. See, Hamas is very motivated with their with their task. Well, not so motivated. As a matter of fact, they they fell into disarray as soon as the IDF came in because what they were supposed to do was claim that territory, but they didn't. So we have forgotten, and it's permeated here in our society all the way down to high schools. They're making TikToks about it. From the river to the sea, which is everything that's in Israel, that's what they want, from the river to the sea. We forgot. We need to reacquaint ourselves with this because otherwise... Well, well, you can't imagine what's coming if we don't. You know, one thing that we got to admit that even within our own ranks, you already know this, but we just got to get with it. Some of the people in our party are just plain stupid. We'll cover that in just a second. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. <laughs> 